Hi, it's Roger Sitkins, and welcome to Winning Strategies. Our topic today, top leaders adhere to core commitments. You know, there are literally scores of strategies and behaviors that agencies can implement in their quest to achieve great results. However, I've found that the ones that create the greatest results come from focusing on a few selected strategies. The opposite's also true. You know, the more you chase, the fewer things you catch. Chasing too many strategies certainly doesn't provide clarity and focus for your team. You know, too often, what they're chasing becomes the flavor of the week, prompting the staff to think, you know, don't worry, this too shall pass. They'll find something new they want to work on because they know that historically, maybe you haven't stuck with some of the cores. You know, during a private presentation to a group of agency principals recently, I was asked to identify the traits I see in the best agency leaders. Because it's such an extensive list, and because I believe that less is more, I've narrowed it down to the key core commitments of great agency leaders. Now, in case you're wondering, my definition of a great agency leader is one who achieves consistently great results, because it is all about results. Now, as simple as that sounds, what does it really mean? Well, a few favorite quotes come to mind. First one, execution beats talent every time. Think about that. Execution beats talent every time. Next one, don't complain about that which you allow. I think that's probably hitting home with a lot of people. Don't complain about that which you allow. You know, I'm especially fond of this one because it came from John Burroughs. Mr. Burroughs was an American naturalist and writer who spent time here in Fort Myers with his friends, Henry Ford and Thomas Edison. Now, what are some things in your agency that you allow and yet consistently complain about? These are the things within your agency that you continue to tolerate, despite the fact that they inhibit great results. What commitments have you made but never followed through on? You know, with the ongoing commoditization and digital disruption in our industry, something you hear me talk about all the time, it's more vital than ever to commit to results-oriented strategies and behaviors. So here's what I believe the top core commitments of great agency leaders are. Well, the first one, change the game. You know, producers and all client-facing team members must stop giving quotes, selling a commodity based on price only, and handling day-to-day service transactions. They've got to focus on becoming true risk advisors. As a rule, they should be investing 80% of their time helping their clients and future clients with risk advice, risk planning, and implementation. This applies to personal lines, small commercial, large commercial, and to a great degree, the benefits area also. The next core commitment, master the mundane. Yes, I'm referring to blocking and tackling 101. You know, the core Sitkin strategies that you've heard about many times, but maybe you haven't mastered them yet. Maybe they're on your someday aisle list. You know, someday I'll do this and someday I'll do that. True leaders and top producers have mastered the mundane, and therefore, they do the basics better than their competitors. They have a clear vision of how to accomplish their objectives and are relentlessly prepared 
for every opportunity. Does that sound like your agency? I was talking about this with my wife the other evening, and she made a great comment. She said, you know, in order to write a masterpiece, you first have to know your ABCs. That's the mundane stuff. What have you mastered so far? Well, to find out, here's some questions you can ask as part of an agency checkup or at your next sales meeting or agency meeting overall. Just ask the group, what is our agency vision or mission? I wonder what they respond to that one with. What's unique about our agency? Why should people do business with us? Next one, something you've heard from me probably 20 times. What's our 30-second commercial? Next one, just say to the group, who's willing to stand up right now and ask me for a referral? What percent of presentations have we rehearsed? At a sales meeting, I'd sure say, by the way, who has their list of future ideal clients with them right now? Now, as mundane as it may seem, I'll bet the vast majority of agencies would fail this checkup. Furthermore, I bet that most agency leaders couldn't answer those questions either. I've often said, never ask a question you don't want to hear the answer to. Well, well, here's my question to you. Have you and your agency focused on mastering the mundane, or are you still looking for that magic wand, that magic pill? Third area I'd look at, creating a culture of accountability. Those that create and implement a culture of accountability win. Those that don't, don't. It's really that simple and straightforward. As frequently as I have discussed the basics of accountability, they bear repeating. Is everyone on your team doing what they said they were going to do? If not, why not? And why are you allowing it? Is there clarity about your team members' roles and responsibility? Is there a monthly or quarterly reverse performance management meeting being held with each employee? Is there an ongoing improvement plan for each employee? Our next core commitment, embracing technology. You know, in the course of my career, one of the most powerful statements I've ever heard about the impact of technology in our business is as follows. It said, in the future, what you currently get paid for, you may do for free. And what you currently do for free may be the only way you get paid. Actually, that prediction is coming true pretty quickly in our industry. Just think about the role of the average agency today. Most are little more than middlemen that take risk from their clients and pass it through to the insurance carrier. That, of course, is risk transfer. The average agency simply assists in the purchase and placement of insurance and provides reactive client service. Ultimately, they add very little value to the transaction and consumers are certainly becoming aware of this. These days, technology is handling many of the types of transactions that used to be handled by agency staff, and it's multiplying dramatically every day. Think about that role of the average agent today again. At the same time, most agents and agencies provide the above-mentioned risk advice for free. And that's why you really do have to become much more of a risk advisor. That's the true value-added service you provide. What's more, it may be the only way you get paid in the future. Again, think about digital disruption. Our next core area, embracing relationships and the client experience. I can't overstate the importance 
of being aware of digital disruption and the need to differentiate in a crowded marketplace. Probably the 100th time you've heard that from me. Doing so requires a thorough understanding of your clients and their specific needs. This means getting as close to them as possible. In defining the client experience, how do you want them to feel after they've spent time with you, after they've interacted with your staff? Have you documented this? Have you conducted training around it? Have you made any, quote, secret shopper calls to your own agency to determine the experience your clients or future clients are having? By the way, have you ever had a client share with you a piece of correspondence sent by one of your employees only to discover that it was poorly written and riff with grammatical errors and typos? How do you think that reflects on your agency? Our next core commitment, something I talk about all the time and will continue to talk about, the use and the power of the 80-20 rule. I encounter agency owners who still believe this rule doesn't apply to their agency. Well, let me ask you this. When was the last time you did an 80-20 analysis on your clients? What about your carriers as we talked about in a recent episode? By the way, in the unlikely event that you really want to shock yourself, take a look at your super A clients, the top 2%. Don't be surprised that they represent approximately 33% of your commission income. Also, don't be surprised that the top 20% of your carriers do generate 80% of your commission revenues. Remember that concept we've talked about a lot, the vital few versus the trivial many? I think it's time to take action in these areas. So what's the bottom line? Well, there you have my top core commitments for agency owners. These are the strategies and behaviors that will allow you to sell more, retain more, and earn more. And you know what? As always, it's your choice. Thanks for listening to Winning Strategies. For new opportunities to replace that which is no longer working in your agency and the ability to sell more, retain more, and earn more, visit our website, www.sitkins.com. There's some free tools there you can use also.